What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 32 of the Maple Bomb Podcast. Mark, how the fuck are you feeling today, bro? Big beer, big guests. That's right. I'm happy as fuck to welcome aboard onto the Maple Bomb train. That didn't make any sense. Veteran comic, veteran Lodi comic, Tom Bickle. It's going to be a fucking goddamn humdinger of a podcast, and it starts right goddamn now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we should we should tell the guests that we do a little thing. I, and then I kinda don't like place. to because I like them to go like Oh what? Yeah, yeah. Well, they all look confused every fucking time. So I don't know, maybe we'll just uh, keep it like uh, that. Oh, uh, you know who we did that to? I remember it was Steven Milani. Like we're like, We have Steven Milani, let's get it started. He goes, Yeah guys, thanks for having me. We're like, hang on, hang on. The intro's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. we got fucking Tom Bickle on. How you doing, buddy? That's doing? my stage name, fucking Tom Bickle. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your real name yeah. isn't Tom Bickle? Your your first name's fucking? Right, yeah. Oh. yeah my my, my <laughs> dad thought of it uh, at a moment of inspiration. Man, what a cool hippie back in the day. I'm going to call my Oh, kid. yeah, that was my pop. Fucking. Way back. Yeah. yeah. That's a way, way to show it to the man right now. I'm going to call my kid the goddamn F word. That's wow. right. That's right. Oh. I look most people don't know that uh, Goodwill Hunting, the the uh, the name they were shopping around was Goodwill Fucking. Oh, but, uh, uh, there's a porn. There's got to be a porn out, yeah, out there. Is, there is no, for porn. sure, for sure. I think yeah. that's where I got the. Uh, yeah, now that I think about it. I was so mad when I had I had that joke, uh, a hype the other like a few weeks ago where I was like, oh, they should have directors make uh, porn uh, like their own porns, and I I thought mm. of Edward Penis Hands. And then Nick goes, "Oh, for sure. There's already one. There's actually a porn yeah, called at least Edward one, Penis yeah. Hands.'" And I was like, I've, "I've seen it too. It's it's disgusting. His life must be hard." Uh, you say that with an element of surprise, like maybe yeah. it wouldn't have been. Like if you, if been they really... want to make it a horror film, uh, they should make all the penises uncircumcised. <laughs> Look at Tom. <laughs> That's not bad. The it's joke not bad. works. Maybe I should just make a joke about the porn. I, I, be, I, I'm just be, shocked it was real. It would be a very depressing, even more depressing than Edward Scissorhands if it's like his fingers could never get hard. He, he like, oh, just limp spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, can never. Not wow. even. Not, you couldn't even pleasure a girl with your own hands. You right, know? right. And your name is Edward Penis Hands. So yeah, that is that would be fairly thickly ironic oh, and then man. he and then he cuts off his tongue like an old boy you know at the end yeah, of the movie you're into more into uh pinhead uh sort of horror now it's yeah. exquisite hellish you know Hell like, torturous existences tommy but, did you used to watch those really screwed up uh, horror movies like the torture porn ones he seemed like a kind of guy that would not even look at that stuff uh, you know, and I'm not too good for it. I've tried it. Uh, it's not that I, uh, I'm i too good for that kind of genre, but it, at some point, I've seen a few horror movies where they go to sort of just gore as far as there's no there's no tension, there's no plot. It's just, hey, look, there's a big toe getting lopped off with a, you know, a pair yeah. of uh, the pruning shears or something, and it's it's all cringe. It's just violent and assaulting on the senses. There's no... You know, so and every horror movie balances um, uh, the element of gore versus the element of, of any artistry, if any. 
Uh, and and if it, it just seems to me to be cheap. To... Like a overly reliant comic just trying to be an edge lord, be an edgy for no right fucking reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a great great way of looking at it. I don't know. Yeah. Every once in a while, man. It's Midnight. like selling every joke with the with the F word, you know what I mean? Uh, it, yeah, it adds a little spice, but at some point you gotta have more than the shock value or I don't anyway. I don't want to out somebody, but Jordan Somebody told Jordan, hey, you're kind of relying too much on the F word. And he was like, okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah. yeah, it wasn't relying. It was just like, we know you're having fun. She's like, but you don't need it. And I was like, he, that's fair. I don't need it. She's like, yeah. she's like, now you're not that comic that's like, who only, like, the joke only works if you have the fuck. Because you know there's some guys out right. there where, like, if yeah. they didn't have cursing in their act, it would not work at all. Man. She's right. like, you don't need it. Like, at all? You don't. And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just, that's you... how I talk. I'm always like, hey, what the fuck? Ah. I, I, I told Bickle one of my favorite comics is Louis Black. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Well, I liked him when he had bit good material and he didn't resort to yelling. I was like, oh. I looked down. <laughs> Something like <laughs> I looked, that. I, I looked down. Like that. That's when Mark started liking him. I was like, oh. Well, I mean, Louis Black and yelling is sort of a given. But uh, if that's all there is, I think was my point. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. anyway, all, ex all explosions, no plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. It don't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Tom Bickle. That's me. You're an OG in the comedy game. Okay. Yeah. Of there's, a sword. Yeah. There's, I haven't died yet. You haven't died yet. You've hanged around. Uh, you, mm -hmm. you, you, uh, how long have you been doing this stuff? I think I started in mid, my mid to late 30s uh, on and off. I haven't real, you know, been real hard at it. The entire time, obviously, but uh, but that's about when I started. Yeah, like so. Yeah, about 12, 15 years ago. Wow, twelve years ago. Yeah. So there was a different kind of two hundred nine scene back in the day. I I, yeah. I I didn't I didn't even think there was a comedy scene nearby until like a couple of years ago. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, there's no, there's nothing, right? You got to move to Hollywood to do this. That's that's what I always thought. It was you know was the deal. Yeah, yeah. There's an element of mystique to it, and. Uh, it's sort of an underground art form to that to to a degree where you don't if you don't look for it you don't really see it yeah, yeah. Uh, like kind of like burlesque shows or drag shows or some other things like that well similar in that way that uh, if you don't know that these are going on just you know down the road or on Wednesday nights or wherever you know what in whatever way it's happening then you don't see it uh, yeah it's like when you you get a new car you st start to notice them everywhere on the road yeah yeah just, so. Something like that. And that's one thing I liked about comedy is, is it had a little bit of an underground thing. But once you knew it was there and you start network a little bit, you could uh, there was quite a lot of it going on and uh, at different levels of, you know, varying quality and, and value. But uh, and, and back in when I got started, there was a place called the Fat Cat in Modesto, which was uh, really great <laughs> in a lot of ways. Uh, I wasn't a big fat cat guy, but I sure was there. Uh, you know, quite a bit. Uh, there were some people who were just synonymous with the fat cat. Uh, I think Chris Teixeira. Um, anyway, I'm not a good ambassador of it uh, as I sit here right now, but uh, it was a huge, you know, they, they went from uh, when I first got into it, I saw shows there with legit, you know, no shit names um, that at least if you're a fan of comedy, you would know. Mm. Uh, I want to say, uh, Danny Bevins was there. He's a he's a nationally touring guy for decades now. This was decades ago. Um, anyway, and uh, after that, uh, comedy kind of 
settled into more of a local thing at the Fat Cat. I think they stopped uh, the they stopped booking such headliner names and started booking more local shows, which was great for the locals. Um, anyway, so a huge venue there. Medeso really active. Stockton had uh, I, it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of like now where I I feel like there's more going on in Modesto, but Stockton has a good. Uh, good scene too i say that now but uh, stockson's actually seem to be growing in comedy wouldn't you say we're trying to we're, we're, trying, we're trying with all our goddamn might <laughs> yeah. i you know me i told i've i've had conversations i got one thing going and i want another thing going i, I just it's been kind of hard for the last three few months i don't want to get into it but soon that's gonna mm. wrap up soon yeah. yeah but uh yeah we're trying with all our might to build more things and have more things we're trying to put love into it. I always figure what? the events in the mics that put love into it are the best ones. So True. yeah, absolutely. Like when, the, when it, no, like it, my it, mic on the at the Hype Barn Grill every Sunday. Uh, yeah, hey, 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 hey! I'm there. Damn it! I'm there. I'm we there. Need Tom my... there. I want Tom there. Uh, it's so hard to get out on a Sunday night. Uh, church. Yeah. Right. I'm not a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. He's like, I can go, I just don't want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Often it's true. Uh, I, yeah, I, ro well, I roll myself. You know, I like to drink in the afternoon, and it makes it hard to get out of the house in the evening. Oh so. my god! But if you could... they got a bar over there, have a get yeah. a few drinks yeah. in your system, what and a then, great uh, idea. then just drive. What's wrong with that? Yeah, nothing could go wrong. Yeah, good work. No, I, you know, as I was saying that, as far as about Modesto versus Stockton, I realized how very wrong I was, which is often how my brain works. I have to say something wrong before I realize the truth of it. Um, Stockton does have a lot going on, and uh, and at the, I feel like last six months or year, the Stockton area has been through a period of growth. They've gotten more mics, uh, uh, lost one or two as well for the moment. Trying but, to, uh, we're trying to. No, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot popping in Stockton that uh, I'd say a year ago wasn't true. I'm gonna toot my own horn and uh, pat ourselves on the back here. It seems like your podcast. Well, not just the podcast, but I mean, like, it seems like the Stockton comics, the growth of uh, many of us the last two years has been substantial. Uh, we're pretty fucking consistent. I mean, even Elvin McGlinte, he he won the goddamn uh, Tommy T's uh, comedy competition like last week. He got second place second, last. Yeah, I heard that yeah, too. Yeah, that fucking Good goddamn Josh Means uh, comedy competition at last night. Right? How about uh, that? How about that Gabe, motherfucker? Yeah. Good Gabriel Alexander's been all over the place. We know that he got. He, I mean, you guys have been very busy. When you're busy, good things happen. When you're, you know, when you're really at it and not just running around, you know. We we're hardcore. We write. We get mad <laughs> each other. We argue with each other. But yeah. it's I don't know. It feels like we're band members. Band members fight. We get mm. as long as it doesn't. It hasn't gotten physical yet. But There's we'll see. Always Hopefully. that yeah. one band member who's on fucking heroin and fucking <laughs> it up for everybody else. But they're always right. the talented, the most talented yeah. one. Yeah. The charming and talented one that you really don't want to send away. But uh, yeah. goddamn it, to make you pay a price for it. Yeah. Uh, if this is was a band, I'd be like the fucking mm. bass player. Like I'm just like, hey, everyone's like, shut up, Jordan. I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> shutting up then. That's me. I hopefully I see myself as the creative drummer. You know, I don't know. I'll shut up. Anyway, I'm like, I'm like the third bass player this band has had, 
and like huh. he, he tries to fill the connection <clears throat> with the other bandmates that's been there since the beginning. And everyone's like, eh, yeah, whatever, Paul, shut up. Mm. I filled in for the uh, guitarist that choked on his own vomit and he died. So I was a replacement. Right. So you know, I'm I'm happy to help out. You know, solid Man. solid lineup. Anyways, we're on tour, <laughs> right? We're trying right. to go. I'm trying to also venture out more uh, when I have time off from work. <clears throat> it's like, okay, yeah. wait a minute. I should go to, like, Reno. I should try Fresno. Yeah. Right. Try the Bay Area. <laughs> hey, uh, so we're talking about Comedy 10, whatever it was, 10 years ago. You yeah. guys ever hear of a guy named Jay Smith? No. Uh, he has too God. generic of a name, that guy. Uh, right. Well, not and not thank God. I, I said that uh, just because I wanted to be. I, I really wanted. I'm really glad. If you had known, it would have. There would have been a surprise element that was spoiled for me. Uh, that's the, why I say thank God. Anyway, there's a guy that used to do uh, comedy, and he would do a certain kind of act. He would bring in his own equipment, mm-hmm. and uh, he would get a venue, and he would do comedy slash lounge singing, and uh, I like it. Yeah, well, you know, it was uh, it was sort of a gutsy little uh, do it your DIY production, and uh, he got a lot of stuff done. And uh, anyway, there used to be a thing called Jay Smith, and uh, it was a bit of a tour de force, a bit of its own thing. Uh, it was there were song parodies and a lot of shit talking. Um, <clears throat> if I may characterize the show, he would have a headliner, but the headliner would do like twenty minutes, and Jay Smith would end up doing more like. 45 minutes or an hour before, during, and after. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was that dynamic, not always, but it was the thing. Yeah. Anyway, and that's just one of the many facets of a Jay Smith show. So uh, if you ever get a chance, look that up. Uh, if you're interested in, in 209 comedy lore, there used to be way, way back when I, before I even started, I would go to open mics, which is your gateway drug. And uh, there was a guy whose catchphrase was, I'm fucking thirsty. And that was it. Right. <laughs> awesome you know what i love we that. all we I, all got know, it is a little bit you know it has a little bit of gusto but uh over time it gets to be grating hey look and, uh, we all there... have our crutch i used to go hey folks over and over and over again during my sets <laughs> that era right is, radio is yeah. over well, i used uh, to just go I, I don't know have... mm-hmm. yeah i was like i don't know what to say now i just did a joke it didn't work hey folks <laughs> And people like, that's fucking amazing and awesome. I t- kept telling him, it's because I don't have anything else going for me. So yeah. I have to oh, say, man. hey, folks, over and over and over. Yeah. And there was a, there was some booker that worked at Fat Cat. Uh, his name escapes me, and it's probably legally more advantageous that way. But uh, he was a very a not very tall fellow. and uh, You can say short. Come on. It's just... uh, you know, well, I can say it the way I want to say it. I choose all right, all right, my... Okay. Uh, these words are clever or not clever on their own merit. So I have heard the word short. I would use it if I, you guys are using the wrong word. The word is midget. You have to say midget. (laughs) No, God. (laughs) Oh, wow. He said that roughly. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No, he said it. He said it like born in the early seventies. If anybody gets to use the M word, it's me, Jordan. I don't, Ah, that's not a good Whoa. word. They, uh, it's Jordan, uh, Jordan said it like he hot. says it all oh the my time. God, no, yeah. hey, it's not even a bad word. No, it is. Oh, it is. No, yeah. the proper the proper nomenclature is. Uh, here, here's here's the thing. The proper norm- nomenclature is either little person, dwarf, which I never thought 
Jorf seems more insulting. That's it what seems I was going to say. It seems There's, way it seems more insulting. Pejorative. And yet, Dwarf is uh, the last I heard. I could be wrong. These things get updated, and after a certain age, you don't get the memo anymore. But uh, yeah, Dwarf or Little Person, uh, I think, are the two ways of phrasing that are acceptable. Midget, absolutely not. So if I look at a, a Little Person and I said, Hi, Little Dwarf, you don't think they're going to be upset? No, if you said to another person, I have a friend uh, and Who is a dwarf? just so happens to be a dwarf or he... Uh, I feel uh, like that's more insulting. Well, do you, you know, check I don't know. It. That's just my opinion. I'm, I might be I'm wrong. I'm just letting you know. What about, what about little bastard? I like that term. Is that too harsh or I think, um I think the third acceptable alternative, according to the ACLU, is stumpy. So that's very write that one down. No, it's not. oh, you could say yeah. stump people. What I can't believe no, I can't that. say it. That's the joke. That's, I shouldn't so, have said it. It's so oh. weird. At like, least it's not midget. Midget. It goes way back to like circus days, and it's just pejorative. It's demean. Where did that yeah. word even come Demeaning. from? What? Like, where did the word midget even come from? That's a great. That's a great. Like, question. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's usually when there's bad words. They come from a certain mm-hmm. thing in history that, like, yeah. it's, he's a man. And, I got it. He, he's a man. He's he's like as small as a gadget. He's a ooh. midget. I'm googling this. <laughs> Keep saying it. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you should Google it. Get, get no, I just I want to be informed. If it's super, if it's offensive, hey, I don't want to. Like you know what I mean? When I was yes. a kid, the smaller uh, uh, Tootsie Roll uh, pops or Tootsie Roll rolls mm-hmm. were called midgets. On the it said that on the bag. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's a history in popular media are littered with things where. Now, shit look, when I read, oh my god, can I? You want to hear this? Yeah. Yeah. They've had a good run. I think I'm going to blow their cover just right right here on their podcast. So we've all seen cartoons like uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons and things like that where they've got black people represented poorly and things like that. Yeah. Um, well-meaning people at the time, one one might think. I don't know. I'm, here sure. I am apologizing for them. But uh, anyway, Queen, my, one of my favorite band in the world. Oh, uh, um, uh, they've got an N-word in one of their songs, and it's not in a flattering way. What? Um, it's in March of the <laughs> <laughs> What? It's in March of the Black Queen. It's uh, it's on their. Uh, I think it's their second album, Queen. It's TV. an album track, I imagine. It's not one of their mainstay songs. No, or... it's a really good song. But okay. um, uh, there used to be a term. I want to say I looked it up a long time ago, and my recollection fuzzy as it is now. There is a term uh, called N-word sugar, and I think it refer- refers to like molasses, but they'd call it sugar. Mm. And uh, oh, I never heard that one. Well, anyway, uh, let's go to the let's go to the Googletron. Won't be doing that touch of class, boy. We're doing Won't be so- doing that. We're just talking about so much. Of- Why are we saying the most offensive shit on the Tom Bickle episode? Well, I don't know. I just went there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I got questions. Hey, Tom Pickle, how was it running shows back in the day? Uh, how was it running shows back yeah, in the day? It was um, for me. It was stressful because I didn't know what I was doing. But, yeah, same uh, here. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you it's like a, riding a bicycle, you get on and pedal like hell. Yeah, and uh, you just you know if you put enough effort into something and try to take care of all the obvious uh, angles. 
then the unobvious angles take care of themselves pretty well. Yeah. So yeah. You, you know, you take care of your performers and make sure the venue's happy and show up on time and shit like that. And yeah, I, I uh, it all comes together. But uh, it was, you know, I, I, I lived in Valley Springs and there was no, no, no comedy. I moved out from the Valley, uh, got married and lived out there for a while. And there was no comedy at all. And it was gold by the country. Way, it was all spring. Yes. Valley Springs, I was there last week. It looks exactly yeah. the same when I was a kid. Yeah. But yeah. Nothing <laughs> has changed. It's very surreal. Well, having lived in Valley Springs, I know ten years ago they didn't they have a they have a fancy new three way stop downtown. So that has changed. Other Whoa, than that, with the rolling fuck. hills and all that shit. Yeah, they're fairly timeless. Yeah. Uh yeah. but but yeah, running shows <clears throat> I forgot to mention the, the beer specials at the last uh Oh yes, yeah. and I'm like, hey, you forgot to mention our beer specials. I was like, oh shit, because they were cheaper beer. I did see even you rolled your eyes. You're like, why'd you why'd you do that? How dare you? So, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, there's always something else to stress on. Somebody always so one mouth doesn't get fed, and these things happen. And I get it, and it's really important, probably to the venue and, and it, as it should be. But for the show producer, fuck, you know how many arms and legs go to a show. And you know, to miss one pinky finger, I get it, but you know what? No, you nobody got... said N-word sugar at the show. So <laughs> maybe yeah. just let's keep it in perspective. Man. All right, all right. Like the, the words the words of Tom Bickle are not the words of the Maple Flop podcast. Oh my we god. Dis- we disagree. Wow, I brushed back Mark Maple on his yeah. own podcast. I thought yeah, you were no, the, right? uh, the crusader and First First Amendment speech raider, but I'm Mr. First Amendment guy. I made you you shrug and put your hands up and surrender. Uh, (laughs) This is great on a visual podcast. Go ahead. Uh, Hey, uh, I will say this about running a show. You got to mention a whole lot of shit. So you got to remind people of the headliner coming up. You got to put over every damn comic coming up. You got to give it to the crowd. You got to you got to mention the bar. You got to you got you got to remember to put over a whole lot of stuff going on all throughout the night. Tip also, jumper. sometimes, yeah. sometimes there's storylines all throughout the night. So, right, you got to be callbacks. You be you got to be off the cuff and kind of with it all throughout, making sure it's a positive experience for everybody involved. So, it's it's a uh, it's a little stressful, but you know, I again, you wrote it in the article. I look very stressed out at all times, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I mentioned. <laughs> oh, well, I have, it, I, have it, I have it right here. I have it right here. This is how yeah, describe- yeah. By the way, this yeah, yeah. we made we made the Lord I knew sent everybody. No bullshit. In their entertainment section written Ooh. by Tom Bickle himself. You have no idea how much you mm. have helped me out inadvertently. Mm. Well, this was not even inadvertent. This was like you interviewed us and you like hoped it got into the new Lord I knew sent. Right. Uh, it's called but, uh, writing a story on spec or speculation. Yeah. <laughs> so he just writes Maple works for a school district in the region, which I said don't tell no no excuse me and <laughs> yeah, i'm pretty yeah. sure i recorded it yeah. you we talked about that and i yeah. said do you want to say you worked for a particular uh thing and i i, I was pretty sure we no, yeah, you're right say, you're right uh, no no you, in the area and i'm sorry if uh if that no that you're right no I, I was gonna say we both then we it's exactly worded how we said it that that day like just say it's a school district in the region so bravo right. uh, okay so, so then he writes uh and has the bearings of imaginous tousled hair spectacles, which just means glasses. It does, and, but, you know, again, I use my words away. Like you love to, words. I do. You do love words. And harried 
reticent manner. Now, I didn't understand what both those words meant. <laughs> that makes Harry, me happy to use them. Harried means hurried, right? Yeah, it means to generally kind of vaguely rushed. Yeah. And then reticent means I'm not revealing something. Uh, I took reticent to mean slightly shy. You're always, you're, you're like, uh, really thoughtful and you're a little, you're not, you're not the guy who jumps in and just blathers in people's face. You'll listen and before you talk and things like that. So a little, uh, you know. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. the uh, descriptive uh, terminology. Because I was like, when I looked up both those words, I was like, wow, he's actually kind of on point, actually. Well, thanks. I try. I tried to be accurate, and I like the way they came out. So yeah, I kept yeah. them in. What, what, and would I had, you have liked him not to have been accurate? No, I know, I right? He was rippling with muscles, and no. <laughs> Question: You said because you wrote, and it's a big full-page article, basically. But you said they cut out some of the stuff out of it because you got to, you got to <laughs> feel you can't have everything in a news article. It can't be a two-pager. So, what were right. some of the stuff they yanked out? You know, they kept in most uh, most everything. They just pruned off a couple of leaves. The whole paragraph uh, about Mark's dick he had to take off. <laughs> your, it wasn't your majestic wasn't. chest hair. Yeah, uh, was also was also yeah. tousled and somehow reticent. No, uh, <laughs> they, when I said when I said you were harried and reticent, I said uh, I had a comma after that, and I and it it was said uh, like uh, Peter Falk's detective colombo if he were double parked and i like that yeah uh because you know the combo the colombo's always sort of ah, one more thing before i go and then he cracks the case wide open yeah you know, and so he's always i hate to bother you you know that kind of thing and that was sort of harried and reticent yeah and he was double parked you know anyway i like that and they're absolutely right to have taken that out um and uh, i think some of the languages was a bit fawning towards the venue but I, I, I thought it was a cool venue, and I'm glad they're doing the show. And I think it is, uh, like, for example, I think it is an excellent example layout-wise of a, a mini comedy club as far as any random beer hall or bar. That's a pretty good, you know, accidental stab at a, at a mini comedy club down there. And so I was right. really happy to include that part. They left all that in. <clears throat> so they didn't cut a lot. They didn't cut a lot. And uh, I, I tried really hard to make it an article that uh, was, you know, worth having. So I'm glad they what? didn't take too much out. Question, are you going to write more articles for the Lodi News Sentinel, whether it's not even comedy-wise, just for whatever the heck it is, you know, what's going on in the city? Are you going to be, like, a writer for them, hopefully? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you uh, confidently that they have not asked for my help uh, uh, before or since, and that's totally normal. They have yeah. their own staff. Um, yeah, okay. I'm sad to see – well, I mean, I've got more answer, uh, but – I'm sad to see that the the local news Sentinel and uh, the Stockton record, uh, the record in Stockton, not no longer called the Stockton record, but uh, the both local papers have lost people and money and people and money hand over fist yeah. for years. And so their presence is really small. And so uh, anyway, and it, I'm sad to see that. And uh, I, I am trying to write more and <clears throat> Anyway, my point is when I went to the Lodi News Sentinel, I said, hey, I've got a story. I'd like to run it by you. Maybe you'd like to print it. Uh, and they, the, the first thing they tell you is we don't really so, uh, solicit or accept submissions. Comma, yeah. but I'll take a look at it. And, wow, uh, look at that shit. Wow. Okay, yeah, well, cool. Yeah. So they, they, they keep the expectations really, really low, and they don't. And, you know, they have their own people. Good for them. Bravo. Uh, so typically I, I didn't have a, an expectation that they were going to run it, uh, but they did. So it made me really happy. Uh, there's no money in it by the way. And, 
then I had someone contact me uh, later that uh, they have their own gig they're going on that they, they asked me if I wrote for the paper and I had to of course, uh, grudgingly admit that no, sadly I do not. Yeah. But um, I, I do hope to write uh, more and see if they'll print it. Uh, and who knows what will happen. There's uh, there's I mentioned a drag show and I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, maybe this may or may not be the venue to do it. Yeah. But I went to a drag show recently and uh, first of all, it's something I would like to write about because I think it's interesting. And it's another of those sort of two-dimensional uh, entertainment scenes where if you don't know it's there, you don't see it. But once you do, you see it more and more. Anyway, um, I got to tell you, they are not afraid of the tip jar at a drag show. Yeah. Those, <laughs> I don't know how much they made out with uh, as far as the performers and the producers. But I can tell you it was more than a lot of comedy shows I've been to just by what was swept off the floor. Like, oh, yeah, shit. They did it like that, floor. huh? God oh, damn. Yeah, they did. Making it rain. Wow. And just, hey, Mark, fistfuls of cash. Pow. <laughs> and shit like that. You need to go to a drag show. And I, I tell you what, uh, we're going to get uh, Nick Michelson into some bright face makeup and possibly a tutu if that's where the cash is flowing. Because it, I'd do it. That sounds uh, lucrative and hot, um, dude. I I honestly would no, love. It. I would honestly try it just to see how what they go through because they go through a lot. Marcy Maple, here we come. Marcy Maple hey, is on the way. That's a good fucking name, dude. Yeah, Marcy I'll Maple. That's Listen, a good name. If it really, if good. it results in. Let me plug the show if I can, since I mentioned it. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah it's the. Yeah, Oh, for God's sake, don't let me bring for it. It's at the Blend Ultra Lounge. It's Wednesday nights. The, really? Uh, it's door. there? I didn't know it's there. Okay. Right? Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, it's at the Blend Ultra Lounge. It's called uh, Slay House. S-L-A-Y-H-A-U-S, like the German-ish spelling. Uh, anyway, and yeah, it's put on by a, a local personality named Rubik's Q Arcana. And that's a stage name, if you hadn't guessed. But anyway, uh, they put on a great show. They got lights. They got music. Uh uh, you should check it out. You should check it out. I might be there next Wednesday. I tried to get some photos last Wednesday, and uh, my photography skills were exactly where I left them. Wednesday uh, so nights. I, I'll, Wednesday I'll nights. I'll show up oh, on my I know. Break. I hit them. I I hit them up the other day to see if they wanted to do comedy. <laughs> and you know the there's some pretty charming people there. I wouldn't be surprised if they could be funny as well. They've got, hey, uh, uh, I know the person I spoke with has a background in theater. So performing, this is not somebody uh, kidding around with performing. Uh, so, to wow. peel back the curtain a little bit, we're trying to get Logan Farr to do our, our thing in Lodi. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, who Logan Farr is right, Tom. The name strikes me as familiar, but I couldn't tell you. All right. He has a, uh, he is uh he's a very funny comic. He's a rising star. Mm -hmm. Um, he has the very, very true story of uh, he has uh, two. Um, and I mean uh, no disrespect. I'm just terrible with names. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't worry. Uh, he has his, uh, his legs. What do they call that? Where you have fake legs? Prosthetic. Prosthetic. Prosthetic legs. He has two prosthetic legs because a long time ago he got very drunk and he fell asleep on the railroad tracks and the train ran over his legs. Damn it. That's a real story. That's a story. Yeah, that's, that's a hell of a story. So he's I've heard not... of people fall asleep in the snow, but yeah, yeah, oh on the tracks that's pretty metal. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, uh, yeah. the best, best drunk story of ever. So anyway, uh, he he now does MMA, well jujitsu, I should say, 
and he's a comedian. So this guy is crazy as fuck. So huh. we did a, we were at a comedy show last week. So they're like, hey, here's the tip jar, and they just used one of his prosthetic legs as the tip jar, and yes. uh, it was a very good I think idea. I heard about that. I think yeah, I heard it, about it that. Filled, I time. helped out too. It was me and Jake Grizzly, and we just went around with his legs, and they they filled up. So let's just put it that way. You know, for as many uh, no uh, cover comedy shows as I've been to, where the tip jar was as sad and lonely as the comics themselves, <laughs> I don't know why we don't have more gimmicks to get that, uh, you know, to get that thing filled. Because a lot of the, I'm not one of them, but there's a lot of people out there who who are worth uh, the money. And if you if you can't get the cost of a beer into the bucket, then you know. Anyway, tipping is very popular. People are happy to remind you these days that you're paying for the part of the wage of the server who's helping you and that's its own ball of wax but yeah. the same people won't tip at a comedy show just because they don't have to uh, uh it sucks tell trujillo we had him as the headliner and uh, he uh, slaughtered like yeah i heard he was, i heard he good was, for him i'm not surprised he was, he was way funnier than all of us like <laughs> not even close okay <laughs> like, so, uh, because of him, he was the headliner. We broke the record for tips that night. I think people were just Excellent. like, fuck, that felt like going to a goddamn comedy, real fucking comedy show. Here's right? 20. Fuck. There you so, go. Yeah. That's that good awesome. shit. Yeah, that's that was good. awesome. Night. I noticed that the other night, uh, which is kind of funny because, you know, us as comics, we go to so many like, shows because we're on them and open mics and shit. And sure. the other night was the first time I went and paid and seen, like, went to actu to an actual comedy show, like, without being on it or any of my friends being on it. Mm. And it was such a brush of fresh air to, like, watch, <laughs> Easy for you to say. watch from beginning <laughs> to end and be like, now at one point I was like, okay, can this be over? Because a lot of comics, like, you'll be like, yeah. okay, this guy was good. And then the next guy goes up, you're like, uh, how long has this set been? And then another guy comes <laughs> up. And so it's always like a gamble in a lot of shows or like stuff like that. Because sure. like, you're like, how many minutes do they get? They get 10 minutes each? Oh, fuck. Mm. And then this guy yeah. goes up and he's like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, oh, it's been like, it feels like 20 minutes. <laughs> mm. I bet yeah. a lot of people feel that way about my, my comedy. But <laughs> it, it, it is kind of trippy how like, Saul, like, that's just amazing because fucking dude's up in comedy store, like, he should be a fucking murderer. He's been a murderer since forever. Talk about talk about like the best story ever, right? Like son of a bitch. Like started like, off he, here, then he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna move down to L.A." And now he's like, he's like a podcast away, man. He's like a yeah. just just some kind of guy on a podcast away from really firing away. So that's how I feel about the guy. Yeah. Uh, let's. Hey, you. Me. Yeah, no, where? Not, not you. All right, Tom Bickle. Tom Froze. How how instrumental? By the way, you're like, ah, uh, you know, I'm not gonna make. Uh, Tom Bickle did freeze, and he has the best. There fucking he goes. Night. Okay, unfrozen. You had like the you had the rocks people eyebrow for a second. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But your eyes are uh, closed, so you're like, oh, yeah, right. Do it. It's the drugs are kicking in. Yeah. Uh, Tom Bickle has uh, he inadvertently kicked off my comedy deal. Uh, he was the guy, the first guy that I talked to at an open mic, and uh, he was in, he was instrumental in um, uh, what's no, the word froze. I'm looking you for? Both froze. Oh, uh -oh. Boy. Ah. Hopefully you bad. can. Hear uh oh, low uh -oh. internet connection. We good? 
Uh, you look you look fine to me, Mark. Uh, it's just Tom's frozen. Come on, internet connection. Uh, Don't okay, okay. screw with I'm this. Back. Are you back? Yeah. Uh, no, you're a very um, instrumental when, and to talk me into my first mic. And this is what this was your yes. argument. It was like this. You this is what you told me. I will never forget this quote. Hey, come on. <laughs> that Sounds it. like me. Rock solid logic. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come on. Fuck it up. Hey, Tom Bickle just become a fatality. Just do it. I I remember the first time I met Tom Bickle. He was like, you want some fucking pasta? And I was like, sure. (laughs) Right. And then he's like, cool. I'm like, what what happened to the accent? He goes, I just do that when I give advice. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Like, dad. This is girl I like at school. What should I do? He's like, I don't fucking like. He just does it, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. I do that sometimes. It gets more of a Scottish accent though when I uh, when I start to really feel it. But uh, Scottish. Yeah, yeah. I can't really do Scottish that well. No. Well, you know, you you ha- it has to be come from the heart. Uh, I don't even want to so, try because I feel like I'll be stupid. Well, in, in great moments of great rage and frustration, it will come to you and. Whatever your background is, it, it comes from your ancestors. It'll it'll pour out. It'll, <laughs> you won't even expect it. You'll have some. You're like, oh my god, I didn't know I had Spanish in me. But by by God, there I there it is. I have to be filled with rage to do a good fucking impersonation. To power. Really, that's it. what it takes. I don't know. I mean, I'm fueled by anger and rage. Ask Jordan. He knows right. that. You need anger oh, and rage to do pretty much anything. You need rage to do an impression. Yeah. I'm just imagine like your dad beat you <laughs> as a child. He's like, go to your uh, room. His, and you're like, his father was. His he, father you was. Just start talking like Bill Cosby. You say you are an ass dad. Like, he beat it out yeah, of me. He well, beat the impression out of me. You know. Spoiler alert, Jordan. His father was Rich Little. So. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. Oh, Rich Little videos were the worst to watch during middle school. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold up. Hold during up. acting class. Oh god. Yeah. What is yeah. the best impression you could do? Like a character, David Thorne. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's about it. He's not really a famous guy, though. He is to me. Hmm. Hmm. Do it. Uh, Mark, I'll fucking die for you. That's about it. He told me wow. that one time. Yeah. How about you, Tom? I don't. How about me? What? Like, what's the best impression you can do? Impersonation. I'm so bad at impressions. Uh, I do. I do good impressions for about two point five seconds. Saying, yeah, and I know. After that, I, I lose yeah. the. My brain loses the plot. I can do yeah, like a Hank Hill. Whoa! And, that was yeah. no. That was no. You think I know what a JPEG is? Yeah. Oh! It's, 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 it's like this. It's whoa! He's oh! He goes like this. Whoa! Oh, no, that wasn't either. God this damn it! We fucking suck. I don't know Son why I, I had the urge bad, to yeah. do. Anyway, Super Mario so just, apparently Wah! I can't even do it for two and a half seconds. But uh, uh, everyone, what? I was gonna say I uh, I also do a podcast uh, called Politipod, and uh, I do a little writing, but mostly I do voice characterizations. They've got me doing Trump, and it's the worst Trump in the world. It's actually well, anyway, let's it's really it. bad. I want to hear, hear it. it. Come on, so, come on. I want to. I want to hear it. it. <laughs> he just goes. It's more China. of a. Huh? <laughs> Uh, right, Jaina. <laughs> that was good. Hey, I keep doing it. No, no, it's it's basically a bad impression of Stephen Colbert's bad impression, where I just go, uh, 
I'm Donald Trump. That's mm. actually pretty good. Oh, thanks, like if bro. I close my eyes, I would, you don't even have to say Donald Trump. I would probably. Oh, like, don't say that. Come on. Now let's hear it for 10 yeah. seconds. Here we go. Just, well, the great thing about the podcast is other people do the. Uh oh. Cheesy ah. attempt at uh, 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 Donald Trump impression. If you get some good jokes behind it, it actually carries over pretty well. So I'm. It's, you, it's surprisingly good. Can you just say in the maple? Uh, can you say subscribe to the Maple Bomb Podcast as Trump? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, subscribe to the Maple Bomb Podcast. There you go. Biggie. Yeah. Did you say pee pee? What the fuck? I said, I said bigly, but I got to oh, stepped on oh, a little is bit. Is that like, like you said pee pee? Oh, whatever. Pee pee. My mushroom pee pee. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, I think uh, Mark knows. Uh, Nick discovered this uh, a few, like a year or two ago. I can sound like uh, fucking Joe from Family Guy, and it's so. Funny. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. No, no, I, I like your Joe from because, Family Guy. Because it's, no, it's you're Little Wayne. You haven't done your Little Wayne in a long time. That's what oh, you got to bring back. What do you mean the Little Wayne? I did the. Uh, I do it for the the the, the tweaker bit. She sounded like little. Oh, the little. You're talking about fucking when we did the Who's Line shit, and I did the. Uh, remember, he was like, "Oh, what was it? A song that's that sounds sexual or some yeah. shit." And I did the. Because that's how Little Wayne sounds. He's just like. That's what you gotta bring back. Because he's literally he just he's on drugs all the time, so he's like, "That's how he sounds." Jordan, take my advice. I don't have that... a joke. It was it was part Write of Write it into a joke. I can find a way. Okay. But I do little John. Really like that's in my tweaker rage. bit. The one where the tweaker sounds like little John. Yeah, I, I like little John. You gotta do little Wayne though. When you do little Wayne, ah. it's shocking. It's it's like what the fuck just happened? It's just going uh, just have a stroke and then you're little Wayne. Do it. Hello. That's how he sounds. Done. Kinda sounds like Marilyn Manson, actually. <laughs> oh, he's I don't listen to either of them, so I'm going to say affirmatively, uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I like doing. Uh, I can't really do it that well, but or I can do like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't do like speak. I just like going. Argh! Oh, we Argh! all. I mean that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like every time he lifts a weight, he's just. Come on, do it, do it now! Kill me! Come on! Do it now! When he's in Predator, you know, when Get he's trying to shut up the Predator. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I mean, better about my impressions now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's fun though. Just going. No, Wah. yeah, it's it's uh, it is it is pretty seductive. You really do love your words, Tom. You're like, you know, I'm gonna say seductive right now, just for the hell. Well, of it. how can you not do the the Arnold when somebody does it's it three funny. times in front of you? Like, I gotta try it out. I have yeah, to see yeah, if yeah. I can. Yep, sure can. Guys, let's yeah. do an entire one-hour mm. podcast of us just going. Ah, ah, ah. Bet, <laughs> you know, you know me. I'm a big Norm fan. So one time he tried to do a impersonation of a. Uh, yeah. He tried to do a impersonation of Christopher Walken, and this is how he did it. Oh, I'm talking like Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh my it's god! Like, what the fuck was that? It's called. Like, <laughs> like right. well, everyone does Probably an legitimate effort. Yeah. Here, here, oh. Everyone does an impression of Christopher Walken, so I tried it out and it didn't work. This is my impression yeah, of nail it. Arnold Schwarzenegger playing. Ten- Arnold? Yeah, he's playing with himself in well, tennis. With an O. Just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> That's hot. That's yeah, Tommy. Right. Yeah. Tommy. Seductive. 
your your theory of remembering jokes. You told me because I was like, when you told me you got to remember your jokes, damn it. You're like, okay. Oh right. And you said you you practice it so much, you have them written on like cue cards, and you throw them up uh, in the air, and you fucking <clears throat> grab it and just look at it no, no, and no. remember it, something like that. I said I said that to you, but that's not actually my idea. That was part of a Joe Klosik, uh technique for knowing your material so well. It was part of a, a class he gave because Joe Klosik is really good at uh, working the crowd, being in the moment, and uh, being uh, light on his feet, as it were. Mm -hmm. And so How do you spell this name? Joe Klosik. Klosik? Uh, that's K-L-O-C-E-K. Okay. And he's big in uh, San Francisco comedian. Yeah. And uh, very funny man. And uh, anyway, he gave a class and I went to it happily. And uh, it was a great class. And one of the things he recommended is that you get your act down so well that you can afford to. Uh-oh. Nice. Bro, Over here to the right. You can you can bail out and do ninety seconds on that and come right back and pick up where you left off. Not only within the bit, but you know what's next in the True. next bit that normally follows it. And if you have to do something early, you can switch things around in your head. And one of the ways he recommended doing that was flashcards. You write your uh, either your bit or the name of your bit or something like that, and then you shuffle them up and do them out of order. A lot of us like to do things in, you know, we have our opener, our middle, our closer, et cetera. Yeah. And this was sort of shaking, shuffling that literally uh, to where we mix them up so that you do one and you get, so you break the monotony and the expected chain of events where one joke leads into another, leads into another, because if somebody breaks that chain, like a heckler uh, interrupts you or ruins one of your jokes, you need to, uh, decide, you know, and you have to change tax, then having, uh, as a, as an exercise, doing your act off of cue cards that have been shuffled up teaches you to break the expected order of them and makes your mind more nimble so that you can, you can go from one bit to another, uh, dynamically if you have to. Anyway, so it wasn't my idea. It was a great idea. I wish I could take credit for it. Uh, it was something I learned and, uh, I think it was, uh, on topic what we were talking about at the time yeah damn it unfortunately you froze a couple times so i, I think i got <laughs> the majority of what That's you great. said yeah we're you, well we're a few did times i miss early. anything crucial i could probably i could fill in any blanks that the freeze caused. the card so you write out you write the name of the joke or the joke oh, itself and then you would like shuffle the cards together and remember the joke so well you can just come back to them if there is a heckler or someone through it, like drop somebody. Back. Yeah. If somebody breaks your flow and uh, most people, a lot of us, including me, are so rigid. We tell jokes uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five. And if somebody harpoons you at right around three and you have to deal with a heckler or change things up, um, such a disruption can be devastating if you haven't, you know, if you're so stuck to the recipe of doing your jokes one two three four five and yeah, if you that, put them on cue cards it, it helps you literally change their uh it helps you get used to breaking up that one two three four five into five two one four three and yeah. so you're ready to be more dynamic so yeah. you got them down pat you can just fire out jokes like it's like what button combos if you're playing a fucking fighting video game something like that absolutely well and when you can do that it gives you so much more confidence to do that that you don't get flustered so easily and and you, it makes you it makes you a better doing your homework ahead of time in that way that such good preparation makes you more free in the moment yeah it seems counterintuitive but 
Man, yeah, because I was at a thing at a, at at I was just say laughs unlimited. I was like, I gotta remember these jokes. I gotta remember these jokes. I'm tired of the, like looking at a piece of paper or the hell. So the whole day, I was like, I'm look, I'm gonna remember these. I'm gonna remember these. So I did much better because I was more prepared and I was more with it. And I performed out in front of the mirror and stuff instead of me right. yeah. looking at a piece of paper and all that stuff. And it made me more performative if I'm more mm-hmm. prepared and remember the yeah. show better. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's yeah. an important lesson, and you kind of only people can explain it to you, but you have to kind of live it to uh, to really get the value of it. Luckily, it's a though. Idea. Luckily, though, like I had time to really prepare because a lot of us we we work full time jobs and. Sometimes when we get to like a comedy show or mic or something, we're just like, Weird. I don't know. Let me write out my set yeah. right now. Shit. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. It can make one hair, both harried and reticent. Harried and, and reticent. That's <laughs> good. I did a callback. I did a callback. I'm so <laughs> happy about my callback like last yeah. week. It was not it, the set. I mean, the set was what it was. Uh, yeah. But I did it. I felt good about it. It's there. It's, it's It's on video. I feel good. <laughs> I don't know. Was it like spontaneous? You hadn't planned to, or was it when you written in? It was. It was spontaneous. It was. Uh, oh well, was, that's uh, that's yeah. all the sweeter. Yeah, that's the uh, best. There was. A, it was uh, me going. Uh, hey, me pointing at a girl like, hey, super liked you uh, on Tinder early uh, on. Yeah, and it's like whatever. I'm happy about the rest of you guys showing up today. And then I was <laughs> describing on Tinder later on. Hey, there was this one girl, this one profile. It said on there, uh, uh, I'm fully vaccinated, so you can spit my mouth. Like, yeah, damn, wish I, I wish I, you know, matched up with that one. And then nothing, nothing really happened with that joke. I was like, yeah, anyway, it was her profile. I just pointed out. Ah. You should start doing that more often. That's a good, great callback. Uh, yeah. a good, I mean, I'm, I, I was happy. I was like, oh my God, I'm a real quasi professional. No, there not. you go, buddy. Right. Um, Make you feel like a big boy comic. But uh, guys, right. we're actually coming to the end of the. Of the pod already it's, it's it is there. getting late yeah so uh before we end this tom do you have yes. any projects any socials anything you want to shout out for the pod you know i'm on this really cool show i think it's uh next week next friday at bricks and hops in lodi you don't want to miss that yeah. you don't want to miss it i got the fly right here god damn it it's Boom. uh uh, Robert Amoto, uh, Bilal, uh, Ryan Holloway, Molly McGee, Tom Bickle, come on out to free goddamn show. Good goddamn lineup. Uh, strong lineup. Good beer. Strong beer. Yeah, good it's times. a great place to have some beer and uh, and, and a few laughs. It's a really hey, a great place. Five dollar beer specials too, everybody. Five bucks. For has, that any, beer? has anyone That's called the two stuff. minute slot? <laughs> uh, Jordan, you want it? I want it. All right, you get, it. you get slot. it. Is that, is that something you do all the time? Yeah, we do like it basically when we just have like a two-minute intro. So we have uh-huh. one of our friends just kind of come out, warm and then up to the introduce the host because uh-huh. they're nice. not okay. just walking up there like, "Hi guys, it's oh, my show." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we started doing that like a little while ago, and we're like, ah, "I don't know. What do you What do you want? You You want to do it? Go for it." So yeah, it gives me something to do on Friday. I'm pretty sure I'm not doing anything Friday, so yeah, that'll be good. Cool. Right on. Uh, what are your socials, though, Tom yeah. Bickle? Uh, you know, uh, I'm on Facebook, and that's about it. I've got a Twitter account that's uh, pretty neglected, and uh, you have an Instagram you know. that's pretty neglected too. I, I know. You yeah, have. I do actually. Yeah. I do since. Yeah, but uh, Facebook is the way to go. Yeah, Mark. Anything this week? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I have, maps. A, I have the show list behind my computer, so I know there's a bunch of them more on. Uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, go to Bricks and Hops, March 4th, fun-ass show. Oh, I don't know if we can announce the roast battle. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, how about no, we, how about we do yet. this? We'll do this. There's like an 80% chance, we'll say that. Yeah. We're not 100, we haven't had the flyer made yet, but March right. 16th, me and Mark are supposed to be roasting each other in Punchline Sacramento. Oh, wow. So, if you, you guys can, maybe if you have the if you can come out and if you want to see us roast each other, it potentially will be that day. Hey, I'll fucking I'll say this: those fucking verbal insult shows at goddamn Punchline Sacramento. I hear they're fucking awesome. So you know, what? just are, go there anyway, even if too. we're not even yeah, there. Even if we're not there. Right? Yeah. Uh, there this go. this will technically be my. I I don't even know if I want to count my first roast battle, one. But this will be my second roast battle, ever. Yeah, and it's with uh, verbal insults. Nice. Uh, all right, I'm gonna be at Retro Junkie, in Walnut Creek. Uh, gonna be doing do, at uh, March 17th. I got then, invited to go to that, but I, I'm gonna be at Mystic Saloon. Then I'm gonna be at Slides, uh, March 23rd at Mintica. That's uh, it's uh, hosted by Manuel Martin. Yep, new thing over there. Oh, the headliner is wow. gonna be Taylor Evans. Go Very there. Cool. Nice, and nice. I think that's about it right now. Uh, your boy has Sundays at the Hype Bar and Grill. We're trying to get some more people in there. Please coming out every damn oh. Sunday. What was that? Oh, follow me at Madman Maple on Instagram and Mark Maple on, you know, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Uh, March 15th, I'll be at the Pro AM at Last Unlimited. Please come on out. Uh, yeah. The 16th, Punchline, potentially, with Mark Maple roasting, destroying him. Uh, March. Oh, no, 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 no. Go to hell. See, here's the deal, okay? Because it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, One no. of these days, I'm going to roast battle you. Guess what? I wrote jokes, and I wrote a eulogy as well. So oh, guess what? Good. You're going to you're gonna fucking die. I'm good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I hope you can So for it. better or worse, you can catch me on Facebook at uh, Laughing Simeon. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Laughing Simeon. Take that um, for what it's worth. March 19th, I'll be in Stockton at a place called The Dry Cleaners. I was very confused because I actually thought I was performing at a dry cleaner. But that's just the name of the spot. Um, oh. But if it is a dry cleaners, I'm going to do my laundry there. Uh, March 17th. Tide. I went backwards. I didn't mean to do that. March 17th, I'll be at Mystic Saloon in Murphy's, California. Uh, April Fool's Day and April 2nd, I'll be doing kind of a baby tour with the same comics. Carlos Rodriguez. I think it's Dejon Tyler and uh, Curtis Newingham. I really don't want to fuck that up, actually. Let me make sure. Because this is going to be... Boom, I got it right, yeah. We're going to be uh, April 1st, Main Street Inn, and, uh, and I believe... Sorry. Oh, uh, and Rippin', yeah. and then we're going to be at Spare Time Lounge and Tracy, April 2nd. So if you want to see all of that, all those guys are fucking hilarious, so it's going to be great with them. Then uh, April 5th, I'll be back... No, April, sorry, April 27th, I'll be back at Last Unlimited for a showcase with Wendy Lewis, and that's going to be Ooh. a fun one. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now we're talking. Now we're and talking. Yeah, that being. should be all of it. For now, at least. Uh, social media is all Jordan Q-Bomb. And now, guys, if you can see the fucking YouTube, if you're not listening on YouTube, follow Maple Bomb Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and... Uh, Spotify. TikTok. Spotify. Give us oh, five-star okay. rating on Spotify, iTunes, 
Buy the fucking merch, please. Buy the you merch. The that's right. That's thirteen dollars a shirt. Aggra- that's not what they mean by aggressive marketing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> buy the merch or die. No. I'm just, no. Um, right. Please buy the merch. We made it really cheap for you guys. It's thirteen dollars a shirt or twenty-five dollars for a hoodie. Wow. And it gets delivered to your house within two weeks. I just got mine in. Uh, you can go to qbombcomedy.com/podcast and order yours today. Stay tuned. We're actually going to have some more merch coming out uh, that I'm making, which is going to be our Stay second, tuned. Our second Stay. piece of uh, second design for the Maple Bomb store. Stay tuned. Continued success shirts are on the way as well. They're yes, finally coming out, I people. want one. Finally. Really I want and they one. look cool. They look cool. They look like an <laughs> Oakland A's colors. Anybody can, can wear I them. Can I make they you look- a deal? If I help you set up your continued success store, can, I, can you just order me one continued success shirt? Yes. I will make the store for you. Okay. Wow. Okay. I Deal. just want, I just want one. Labor for sweatshop products. Absolutely. You know what? Those kids, I, God bless them. Right. God bless all of them. Keep them out of trouble. That's you right. You know what? Oh, we man. all go against our morals when it comes to buying stuff. You know, uh-huh. like, I don't know where these shoes came from, but these van sneakers look cool as fuck. Right. And I can, yeah. they're, they're affordable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Jordans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know where those come from. Yep. Jordan. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Probably. that's been our podcast. Thank you so much, Tom, for coming on. I just want to say this. Tom Bickle, you've helped me out a lot during my comedy bullshit. Uh, you said earlier, hey, that article, I'm not going to make any money. Every single time I'm going to see you, I'm going to buy you a beer. I mean that. So, <laughs> well, there no. you go. I'll, no, never every, be I'll never be broke. Every time you, you're going to make a little bit of money off it because you've been, you've, you helped me out. Uh, you seem like the unlikely guy to help me out, but you've helped me out a lot with this shit. So when it comes to even just talk me in my first mic or writing that article, that meant a lot to me. So thank you, buddy. Awesome, man. Well, thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me on, guys. No problem. Anyways, guys, like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube. We're almost to 100 uh, followers, like 20 followers away. We're so getting there. We're getting there. Help us out. And continued success, as Mark would say. Continued success, everybody. Continued success. Bye.